Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about matchmaking being a very needed feature in a lot of parts of the game, and some quests have really unearthed that. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, watching on YouTube, or any of the other platforms, I'm probably live right now, twitch.tv slash to rage. If you're listening on the other podcast locations, the audio locations, I am sorry about the lack of speed. I'm trying to get better about getting those updated. Uh, just Niobe Labs and some other things happen, so I apologize. If you're watching on YouTube, I hope you enjoy the new layout for everything. Nice and crisp. I think this is going to work. I am going to be covering Anthem, Division, and other games, and this format will be great for the live broadcast, making sure gameplay is still pretty prominent. So, let's get into the talk, though. Solo players is what I want to start by talking about first, then quests, then activities. So those are our three sections. And as always, I say, come into twitch.tv slash say no to rage or look up say no to rage on Twitter or just Twitch and come in and hang out with us live. I'm usually live during the day when these go live. So come on in and chill with us. So let's just talk about solo players. This is something that I may need to do a specific talk about the solo player experience and ways Bungie could think about how to change some of the solo player experience. When we hear that Anthem's going to have matchmaking for basically every activity, that's obviously pretty exciting. It's like, oh wow, you know, it's, that's going to be a great streamlined thing that they're doing. And I just saw the questions disappear from the list. Every question's gone, so I don't know who did that. Uh, please reverse that, unless every question is gone. Um, but unless you guys are thinking it's just best to let them, I would just leave them so people don't have to resubmit and retype. Sorry. Uh, so, to me, when I hear that Anthem is going to have matchmaking for every activity, I would say that's a plus. Because when you think about ease of access and solo players, you you want your game to be easy to play and easy to, easy to interact with. Because right now, I think Bungie's got an, an imbalanced nature to the way that Destiny feels, right? Uh, if... If you are trying to just boot up and play, there's a lot of activities that you don't really have access to. Now, I think there's a place for that. I think there are, you know, activities and endgame pieces of the of the content that can be sort of like, no, this is meant for a full team. You need to try to get a team and try to be organized. But I do think when we look at a lot of the pieces of the content that have been staples in Destiny's life for such a long time, it might be worth thinking through... It might be worth thinking through adding matchmaking to some of those other things. Ease of access is important for consistent engagement, right? If you want people consistently booting up every day, it needs to be really easy for them to do the things that they want to do. If they're trying to do a nightfall, if they're trying to do some of these new quests, you don't want them feeling like that content isn't really there for them. You basically whittle the game down to very basic interactions with a lot of the content that is, sure, it's fun, but you don't want ease of access frustrated so consistently. I think team-based activities have their place, but you also should consider, I think, over time, I think over time you should definitely have this this opening of the floodgates, if you will. Like, once a raid has been out for so long, they could consider opening up matchmaking. So let's just talk about quests, because this is something that has happened recently that kind of brought this discussion to the forefront, okay? A few of the recent quests have had within them basically nightfalls with Extinguish. 
And if you play that solo, it can be extremely rough. And I want to add this to the talk. Someone in chat saying that's what LFG is for. I happen to think that is a cop-out. I don't think any developers should be saying off-site solutions are the answer to solo player or players that are struggling to get into things. I don't think it's the player's responsibility to go outside the game to find solutions for playing, right? If, if LFG works for you, that's fantastic. But I think ease of access going down for certain activities is not excused because the community has come up with a solution called LFG, which stands for looking for group. So I reject that mentality out of hand. I don't think that's an appropriate response at all. I don't think we want to encourage developers to leave out basic form and function in their game because, oh no, it's fine. We'll just, I, we'll make our own LFG. No, that's fine, Bungie. We don't need matchmaking for Nightfalls. We don't need matchmaking for drip feed quests that you've added to the game. If the annual pass is meant to be the future of the game, drip feeding, getting people to stay in the game. As I said on the outset, ease of access helps with consistent engagement, which is something that needs to be happening if you are hoping for drip feed content to continue to be appealing to people. They can't feel like there's literally no way for them to find people to do the activities with. They'll just stop playing. And if you set that tone and that trend, they're just going to assume that new content's always going to feel this way. Now, beyond beyond just quests, I think Nightfalls in general should have matchmaking. Why? Nightfalls have loot pursuit every week. So you have these quests that are ending with loot. You have weekly loot pursuit in Nightfalls. And you have, in my estimations, pretty significant hurdles standing in the way of people getting those items and getting those, those things completed. And especially quests... If you want to argue that nightfalls or raids are in another category, that's fine. But if you're going to have a mission like that in a quest, I find it incredibly strange for it to not have matchmaking. That seems strange to me. The other thing to consider here with with things that don't have matchmaking is raids. Raids get easier with time, and I think that could be something that opens up. We don't have the going from normal to hard spectrum anymore like we used to. I used to say, once you launch hard mode, why not launch matchmaking for normal and just see if people can't figure it out, right? The people who rail against matchmaking for raids are like, oh, it would be horrible, that Bungie should never do that. I always want to push back and say, okay, but if you have a solution for raiding every week, why does it matter if they put in another potential solution for other folks? You don't have to use it if you don't want to. If you have a solution for raiding every week, keep using that solution that you're you're free and clear to do that. Nobody's telling you to do anything other than that. So lastly, let's talk about activities. Because you know you got quest lines, you got rage, you got nightfalls. You also have things like blind well and escalation protocol that are really, really fun things that they can put in the public space that people want to interact with. People want to, you know, people want to engage with that content. And matchmaking could make those encounters and those those events so much better. Especially if you think about how much fun it was to have nine people in escalation protocol. One of the reasons people got so mad, they got so angry about the fact that you know there wasn't matchmaking in in escalation protocol but they got especially angry about the nerfs to the encounter why do they get angry about the nerfs it didn't suddenly get 
a whole lot easier. It wasn't like it was an it wasn't it wasn't like Escalation Protocol became Easy Street. It was already fairly easy for a competent team, but what ended up happening was people were having like a really really good time in Escalation Protocol with nine people, and they felt like that was being legislated against, right? That was being legislated against. So it wasn't about the fact that they wanted Escalation Protocol to remain brutally difficult or hard, or they didn't want accessibility or casuals to be able to go in there. People got a taste for a nine-man activity, and they really, really liked it. And that's the lesson for Bungie in that, when that happened. It wasn't that people were like, oh, you better leave EP, you know, brutally hard, and it better punch us in the teeth and be ridiculous. People loved it with nine, you know, nine friends in there running around. And I think that's the lesson. Like Archon's Forge was very similar. If you had a bunch of people in there, it was really, really fun. I think the Forges, the way they've done the Forges in Black Armory with matchmaking, it proves two realities, okay? It proves two realities. Number one, it proves that it's somewhat difficult for them to navigate for whatever for whatever reason, right? If you look at the way they do it, if you look at the way they do it, they make you go all the way to the forge and then matchmaking initiates and it actually puts you into orbit. If you cancel matchmaking after going to the forge, you're actually in orbit. We just did it. You just saw it in this segment. We were matching for another forge. I hit cancel and here we sit in orbit. So there's uh, forges prove that it's difficult, but it also proves that I think people like it. I've never struggled to have people in my instance for the forges. I know some people are saying they struggle to get people in their instances. Maybe they're too low power level. I think it tries to match you according to power level. That's another thing Bungie could learn is maybe don't have that clause in there so people could get into games quicker or forges faster or be matched with people that, you know, aren't super low power and have no business being in there. But it... I think the forges prove that if you give people ease of access and intentionality, that's a whole other subject, right? But if they give, if if you have ease of access, you engage with the content. If I could go to the blind well and go up to a little, a little, a little screen, not the center of the blind well, I go up to the little screen and say initiate matchmaking, and essentially do what the forges do, and it throws me in with people in the forges, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. I like that is. That is a that's ease of access. If you add on top of that bounties from Petra for specific weapons, then I could go do the blind well and try to get a um, a waking vigil, and I could try over and over again the same way we do with the forges. They're 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 right on the edge of really truly adding a lot of great things to the game. If they can replicate Ada's bounties and replicate the forge matchmaking in other activities like Blindwell and EP, that empowers them to do more things like that. Archon's Forge, Court of Oryx, these are things that were sort of, you know, it's just out there in the open, but you had to kind of depend on people to be there. You got to like walk slowly along the, the the wall to get into the blind well. I mean, that's just dumb. I mean, that, that nobody wants to do that. It's a solution that works. I'm amazed they actually, I actually found it very funny that they put that solution out there. They were like, yeah, just walk slowly along the wall. It'll match you with people, right? Um, so I, when I think about matchmaking, and this is a consistent request that comes up, 
the newer the newer DLC, the newer drip feed content is exposing that lack of a uh, that lack of a player function and solution. It's exposing that reality that we hey we need this for things like that. You're throwing in nightfalls. You're throwing in things that have extinguish on. I don't want to run a quest by myself that's really hard with extinguish on. If I die, I go to orbit. That's ridiculously irritating, and it's just an exotic quest line, right? So. I hope they I hope they take some of this in consideration for future content for future quest lines and give us more matchmaking solutions. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or any of the other podcast places that it shows up, Anchor or watching on YouTube, I'm probably live right now. Come on in and hang out with us, submit questions. If you're here live, we're gonna transition to QA. So if you're here watching live, push the follow button, enjoy the QA. And as always, if you're watching or listening somewhere else, I appreciate you watching, listening to all my content. Please like, share, and subscribe.